0: To brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palette cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy online with the Notorious REN. What's happening, my guy? What's up? We're back. Yeah, we're, we're back. We're back to talk about the final episode of WandaVision and many more things. So there's, there's exciting news going on, even though things are slower in the media. Yeah, we're going to spend probably 90% talking talking about Wanda. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, it's well worth it, too, for sure, for sure. But before we start on Wanda, what have you been up to? What else have you been doing? Um, got me a new headset, which is dope. Nice. It looks, yeah, it looks cool.
1: What kind of headset is that? By the looks of it, you may think it's like Apple, but it's not. Yeah. It's, no? Uh, no, it's white. It's the new PS5 um, headset.
0: Damn, does that mean you have a PS5? No. <laughs> No, Things just the headset. To get, dude. Yeah, was it or the headset's hard to find? No, they actually had
1: like a bunch in stock at like Fred friend Meyer. so I went over there and got one.
0: Nice. Do you uh, like the quality? The audio quality is it uh, up to par? Do you like it better or worse than the last one you had? Well, for me, I like buying these because it comes with a little uh, USB dongle. Oh,
1: so I Thank don't you. have uh, Bluetooth on my PC, and every time I buy like a you know third party. Yeah, Bluetooth connector, it always sucks. Yeah. So this one comes with like... And its it own, fails? Yeah, it's
0: all like dongle. You just plug it, plug and play. So I dig it. It looks it looks cool as hell too. Maybe uh, um, Kid Danger needs a pair of those. Yeah. I'm, I'm, then I can wear them and we'll be matching. Do they make them in other colors or just white? Just white because the PS5 is white. I'm like slowly
1: assembling my PS5. <laughs>
0: One part at a time. Yeah. So what else have you been up to? Um, Stocks,
1: man. I feel like I'm buried in my stocks now. There's too much stocks going on.
0: Yeah. So you find anything new that we should tell the people that they need to invest in? Anything like hot stock talk that they don't know about yet? For all oh, the baby that need to get their stock news from us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roblox is IPO. Roblox, the video game. Roblox, right? Yeah That's pretty good. So tell for those who don't know, tell them what Roblox what it is. Well, Roblox is basically a uh, you could call a
1: social media if you wanted to, but it's not really. It's like an online gaming community where um, is it like Minecraft? Well, to me, it looks like a, a if you took Minecraft and uh, Legos, right, and combine it together, oh, okay. it makes Roblox. And so they basically made That's this Roblox? whole yeah, this whole like universe, right, where um, you could log in and play, and just like Minecraft, right. But nice. the interesting thing is they they basically let. You, as a player or developer, make your own in game like games oh wow, their that's game. Cool. yeah, and so that way, uh you could charge people to play your games,
0: really, and you yeah. can collect real money, yeah, in game
1: money you oh. can yeah, so basically, if you decided to make your own like a little obstacle course, a little in game, mm-hmm. you can charge other kids to come play, <laughs> and then just dope. yeah. And that's how they make most of their money. Like, so you're a developer, you make the game, you charge the kids, you know, to play your game mm-hmm. and then it goes to Roblox. Then it goes to the
0: developer and then Roblox takes a percent percentage off of it. Right. Wow. So everybody can make a little money, including you, the investor. Yeah. And when then they, they have like all the toys too and stuff like that. I've seen the toys in the store, yeah. you know. Kid Danger, uh, I think, was kind of outgrowing it when it started gaining a lot of popularity. So he he liked it, I think, for a hot minute, then kind of moved on. But um, what were you able to get the the stock price at? Was it still pretty low? Is it high? Is it? It's pretty high,
1: dude. Yeah. Like when it, it first uh, IPO, they they estimated at forty five dollars a share. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll take you know a chance on it. But yeah. then when like it was was uh, trading. It jumped up all these like 75, They're like, wow. what the heck?
0: How high do you think it can go, though? Do you think it's going to get into the hundreds? Is it going to be the next GameStop? Yeah, because it's like another, it's a game. Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm. the the dudes might like uh, hype it up and, you know, go with it. I'm not even
0: sure, man. Just run it up for no reason? Yeah. Just because they can, because they know what it is, the Yeah, Reddit bros? I, yeah, I bought a few stocks. I'm like, damn it. This, this price is too high for
1: me. So um, once it hit higher than what i paid for i sold like you bailed yeah I bailed and I kept once in case it's quick that's a quick turnaround yeah i'm like uh oh, i don't know man nice but you were able to make a few bucks off of it anyways yeah i'm hoping i'll come back down to like 40 bucks and uh, i'll reinvest.
0: reinvest that makes sense i think that's cool what else what else you've been investing in uh oh yeah last week we talked about our nba top shot top shots yeah. So I finally got a pack. Yeah. You got a you pack. Got you got So, like, upset that you weren't going to get a pack. And then you got a pack. I got a pack. And you pulled a much better card than I did.
1: Yeah. Cause, like, they basically have this one pack release in like three chunks, right? Yeah. And so their first try, you got it, like, right off the bat. Like, damn, you had a yeah, first you, try. Man. Let's go. And then since uh, you already got your pack, they don't allow you to. Do it again because it's still considered right. the one pack one pack per account. Second try, I was like, Nope. Nothing. Third try, they're like, there's only 6, pa- 60,000 packs left. But then there's a hundred thousand users, you know. So I'm like, God yeah. damn it. And so uh when I logged in, got in the queue, I was like sixty one thousand, like, whoa no, what the heck dude? off by a thousand. I was so pissed.
0: You hung in there,
1: yeah. And I text you. You're like, just just hang in there, man. Something yeah, might people happen. might bail. It might have like computer issues. Yeah. So, thank you to the people that bail and the, all the computer issues. How's was able to get one.
0: Yeah, you got a good one too. So these were the all star packs. Basically, they called them the rising stars, and you would get two common moments, and then you'd get one all star moment. And for me, I got Damian Lillard, and it was valued around 250 bucks. But uh, Ren pulled Luca. Luka Doncic, Doncic, Luka? How do you say it? Doncic? Donchicks? yeah yeah, Donchicks? Donchicks. Yeah, he's got one of good foreign names. But he is considered the most valuable one out of those packs. And he, he goes, you're probably going to be able to get $1,000 for him, no problem. Yeah, I'm hoping. So I already sold mine. So everybody's like, oh, man, I want this. You know, you guys talk about value. Are you actually getting anything for it? So yes, I mean, I already sold my Damien Lillard. Maybe I should have hung on to it a little bit longer. But I wanted to see if it actually does work. Do people buy it? So the fact that I was able to buy this pack on like a Saturday for $14. Yeah. I yeah, got three moments. I sold one of them immediately, which was the Damien Lillard moment for $250 three days later. So I turned 14. 14 bucks into 250 bucks. Wren's going to turn 14 bucks into a grand easy. So it just goes to prove that uh, it does work. Yeah, There are people out there that are paying this kind of money. You say, well, why? why are they paying this kind of money? Because these guys are much bigger whales than we are. What yeah. they're doing. We're not me whales, be- man. <laughs> no, we're, we're just uh, guppies. So we're, yeah. we're, we're top shot guppies. And so what happens is we enjoyed our little guppiness. He'll get his money. I'll get my little bit of money. The whales will come in and they'll buy his Luca. They'll buy my Lillard and they'll collect all of the all-star cards from these packs, buying them a few hundred bucks at a time. And they'll take that because it results in a challenge win. And once they get all the right cards, they get a Kevin Durant or a LeBron. And these cards are even more rare. And they can turn around, so one of these cards for $60,000, $70,000. And so you're like, oh man, you thought it was exciting when I got 250 bucks or he's going to get 1,000. Imagine getting 70 grand. But that's a real investment. And you have to be pretty bold. You have balls of steel to do that. If your powers combine, I am LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah, it got it got so
1: popular that I saw it on the like the um the the um training on Twitter.
0: Yeah, no, it's getting big. So yeah. um, we definitely were early adopters. We weren't the earliest adopters. Those yeah. guys are multimillionaires now, so good on them. But yeah, we you and I were definitely earlier adopters, and so we've been able to kind of take advantage of it. We also have another pack. I think we're supposed to get tomorrow or Saturday. So we'll be able to open a few more moments. And uh, yeah, what I've been doing in the meantime is I go in for the noobs that come in and they buy their pack and then they just sell them off real quick because they don't know what the hell's going on. And they sell them between 5 and $15. And I go in and I buy those good ones, names people recognize for real cheap. And then I double the price and resell them. And that works. I've been doing it. And so even if you don't make the huge, like big chunk sales, you can make little chunk sales for quite a while.
1: I mean, that's like stocks one-on-one, right? Buy a low, yeah. so high.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, right now because it's so popular and it's still being flooded with new users that for people who've been in it, even for the small amount of time that we've been in it, you could really take advantage of these new users and uh, make some money. Well, the thing is that uh,
1: we have the benefit of being in already. And some people right. can't even get in because uh, it's still hard for them to sign up. There's too many, uh, like the, it's bottlenecking there, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are still in beta. So they're really careful of who they let in. And they've done a fairly good job, it seems like, of getting rid of most of the bots. But yeah, the people that are in it right now are so aggressive. The supply versus the demand is outrageous. And the idea is eventually it'll kind of level out. And if you buy a $14 pack, you'll have $14 worth of moments. That's just the way it'll be eventually. But right now, this is like the gold rush, right? Everybody's going out there and every single pack no matter what you pay for it is worth 10 times the value that you get it at. And it depends on your luck. Sometimes it's just random luck. I got a $250 one. He got a $1,000 one. And that's just, that's awesome though. How exciting is that? Like it doesn't hurt my feelings because I just get so pumped up by this actually working.
1: See, because like, you know, it's basically catering to people that, you know, used to collect basketball cards, collect, yep. you know, Pokemon cards. The same thing, right?
0: Yeah, you buy totally packs,
1: there's commons. And you're guaranteed one rare or higher, you know?
0: Yeah. And how many of us, when we were card collectors, thought, oh man, how cool would it have been to be owned some of the first baseball cards or some of the first basketball cards? But we were, we, that already came out, it already happened. But here we are on the precipice of being the first ever video moment collection group. And it's so cool to be part of it. And I, I just enjoy it a lot. Yeah, plus it's something that we know, so- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm able to kind of, and you're able to spot the players we know will sell. You know, we're not idiots buying up a bunch of Terrence Rosses. Even though I did get a crappy Terrence Ross in my pack of three, sold him too. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I sold my uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. I bought it for $23. Yeah. Because I, you know, I have this theory that um, if you pay, you have a better chance of like getting more stuff. You know? right like it rewards those people yeah. who
0: already have bought some moments
1: yeah because he keeps saying you no know, it's a random number generator you know it's not random man they're they're getting all the paid people and giving their like higher chances this is all theory it's that's not a hot different. tip though yeah. i mean that is a theory but it's a hot tip yeah so i uh bought a la marcus augers for 23 dollars to get in the game right and then once i got the pack I sold my Lamarcus for twenty
0: eight dollars. So I oh see that's what I'm yeah. saying. A little small five ten dollar profits all day, all yeah. day.
1: That's fun. I mean, I'm excited to uh, try to just find more uh, low ones. I'm selling for higher.
0: Yeah. So um, there's a lot of everybody. If you, if you're listening to this right now and you're kind of like, wow, I'd like to learn more. There's a lot of podcasts right now talking about this. There's YouTube channels. There's Twitter groups facebook groups so there's a lot of people talking about it so if you're interested in it yeah try it out but be careful yeah. i mean just like anything don't bring money you're not afraid to lose but uh, i think because we've been those early adopters we've been really uh, lucky i think we uh, hit the
1: the platform where we could invite people now oh good maybe so maybe if that's the case we could you know leave our links on their description and
0: okay yeah if that's the case yeah, we should definitely do that Because they they reward you for like points, you know they they basically like level you up to yeah. Every time you do something, yeah. And I've noticed that like the early early adopters, there was a set called the gift. So I'm assuming they must have all done something to receive this gift cards. So maybe the second group will get that. Yeah, we're the second group, so give us a chance. Yeah. Um. Let's do it. Let's start the healthy stream. So the first, first place we want to start in the stream, of course, is WandaVision. And we finally saw that last finale, the last episode. And holy smokes, man, that was that was something. I want to hear your thoughts on what you thought. Were you into it? Were you upset? Because I saw a lot of people, and I'm not sure how you feel about this, but me personally, I like the show, but I saw a lot of people, they built up these, these theories, and we do it. We talked about theories yeah. and guesses, and it's, it's yeah. fun. You should have fun with it. But then people were getting mad when their like home theory didn't work out. It's like, bro, you you made that up. That had nothing to do with the show. You can't get pissed about that. Yeah. And that was seemed like the only reason I saw any negativity, because if you really just look at the show in a in a compass or a little bottle by itself, and you say, Okay, from episode one to episode nine, it was a really well done Marvel television show.
1: I think uh Elizabeth Olsen should win an award for this, man. Her acting is like just so good. so good. Yeah. I think um, for me, like you said, I love the show. Um there's the negative and negative and positive about week to week, you know, yeah. how each week's one new episode, it gave us time to theorize. It's fun. Yeah. But at I the same it was time. Fun. At the same time, people like build up all these different theories that and then it come true, and that's why they're mad. But then if you watched it, if you binged it, you know, from episode one to nine, you
0: don't have the chance to like fan theory like we did, you know? Right. But then, and so you, you're right. The, the, every once a week though, gets you excited, gets you talking about, it. cause we were, everybody in the world was talking about WandaVision every week because yeah. of it. But yeah, the downside, just like you said, is they get mad when these theories that we're all so sure are going to come true. Don't come true. And the biggest one was Fiatro. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's not the real silver from X-Men. And so they were just pissed. And it's like, it's kind of funny when you think about this television show just trolled the hell out of their fan base. Yeah. I mean, good on them, I guess.
1: I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we're all home, second home watching shows because we can't really do much. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's fun for, for them to troll us as the
0: viewers, you know? Yeah. And it it's, turned out to be a boner joke. That's the best part. It yeah. wasn't just we. It wasn't Disney going, "Hey man, we trolled you." It was them going, "Oh, we got you so hard." Yeah. <laughs> it's like they not only pulled down our pants, but they got our underwear on the way down too. Yeah. And they got us, man. Hit us with that boner joke. I was just like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Yeah, you gotta be kidding me. It was so good. I loved it. I was like, "Oh my gosh." We I were think all- there's still a chance though that we'll get I think there's still a, a minute chance that I could end up being the real X-Man Quicksilver because the fact that if you go back earlier in the season, they talked about them having a witness protection person in there. Why the hell would Boner be in witness protection? Maybe because he is he's come from this other universe and they're kind of keeping him there and he was just joking. I mean, why else who else let me ask you in your bedroom right now? Do you have a photograph of yourself with your name on it? Who the hell does that? Nobody does that. it's weird up all by itself. I'm a, I'm gonna be a, an actor, man. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's an actor because he's pretending to be Boner or whatever his name, Ralph Boner.
1: <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know how, uh, spoiler alert, but he was wearing that necklace that Akida gave him to oh, gave him powers. One? You know. Yeah. So what if it was just you know enhancing his powers and not like giving him powers? You know, sort of thing. Right. Yeah.
0: Like, it could be that she was like, holy crap, why are all of these mutants attracted to this one area in New Jersey? You know? So maybe, I mean, it could all it still make sense. And here we are theorizing again. But it was such a good show. I just thought it turned out really well. Um, if you had to choose, if I said right now, you can only ever watch WandaVision season two or Mandalorian season three, you had to choose between one or the other. Which one are you choosing? Uh damn. I think I have to choose Wanda, dude. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I Mandalorian's a great show and I enjoy it, but you got to remember at the end of Mandalorian I still thought that Star Trek show was the best thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. So it makes sense that Wanda would win this fight, at least in my opinion. Yeah, for me I I love the fact that they uh kept Agatha
1: as their main you know, villain rather than bringing in someone the very last minute like, oh this is was this guy was behind the scene the whole time, you know. Seriously.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it was good. And the, the, um, the actress that played Agatha did something Han, right? Isn't her name something Han? Catherine Han? Or no. Catherine Han? Sure. But either way, she did it, such a great job. And they didn't, they didn't remove her from the universe. You know, Wanda basically put her in place there so that she can always come back. They can bring her back if they need her. So she can come back as maybe an asset or uh, you know, an ally or a villain or whatever they want her to be. And that's still a possibility.
1: But the thing is, uh, what they did was they, in the comics, you know, she was an enemy. She was a friend. Mm -hmm. She was, like, teaching her. Right. So in the show, they did all that, you know.
0: They showed that she was all that throughout the show. So it's like they covered their bases. And what was unique about the show is the first few episodes were such a fun unique idea that we'd never seen before but then when they wrapped it up it was very much like right out of the pages of a comic book yeah the way you know the two heroes fighting each other to you know villains getting that like you were like okay this is this is ripped right from my comic book life this is how it always worked and i like that about it yeah because like you tweeted out the 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 vision scene yeah it was literally word for word from the comics yeah and so, really, I would suspect if you read a lot of comics, you might be able to predict these shows to some degree. Yeah. So, what do you think? Vision went. White Vision or her vision? Her vision's gone, right? He lives yeah. inside of her Mind Stone. Yeah. I think White Vision's trying to figure out what the hell's going on, and so he's kind of like flown away into whatever the next thing might be, so he can discover, you know, what is happening with him.
1: I think I've been reading this theory that um, the last thing. Vision, remember, was being killed, you know, in Wakanda. So they're thinking that he's going to go back to Wakanda and kind of survey the spot and like try to remember stuff. And then you know you have Sherry over there. That's very smart, so she could probably help him fix fix him up too. I don't know.
0: Maybe they'll uh, integrate him in the the Wakanda TV show they've been talking about kicking around. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's, you that's, figured that's it that's out. That's a great theory. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So what did you think of the after credit scene? It was uh, pretty great, I thought. So the first one was, uh, which one was it? The first one, what was the first one? I only remember the last one where she's <laughs> like astral projecting, yeah. but she's like the next level astro projectionist. Cause we've seen Dr. Strange do that, but he's always kind of like, what? Like kind of flopped over while he's astral projecting, yeah. right? And Wanda's like making herself some lunch or something and walking around the house while she's astral projecting and learning more magic. And that brings us back to what Agatha said, where she's even stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. And you're like, well, right there, they just showed us that she's doing something that takes him a lot of effort. Like his body has to kind of be still he like, does it, whereas she's able to manipulate it and do both things at once. Well, the thing like what the show is great about it's like
1: metaphor and you know similarities how um the whole time akita is trying to figure out her powers you know that way she could basically you know absorb it for herself right i don't know how strong she is i need to know how strong she is first before i could take that power you know right and so it's kind of like the same thing with dr strange you know dr strange was you know he wasn't born with that power he was right. given that power. That's true. And so it's kind of like uh, uh, Charlotte Witch. She was just born strong and she was given the enhancement to be even stronger. Right. You yes.
0: know. So. And then they gave her basically a third enhancement. So Agatha's like, oh man, you were already born with powers. Then you got freaking... An infinity stone, which like souped up your powers, and now she and you don't even have you haven't even learned the magic yet. And now she's got the book of magic and she's learning it, so now it's like all the time, she's three times as strong as yeah. she used to be. It's like incredible when you think about it.
1: Yeah, at the very end, you heard you could hear the um the kids'
0: voices. Oh, you like, could, yeah, I don't, I didn't notice that. So her kids' voices,
1: yeah, because at the very end, when she's like, you know, yeah, you hear the, the kids' voices, and then she yeah. like
0: closes the book and it ends ah well when one would imagine she's probably got some other reality happening where the they're all still alive and well because who could let their uh kids just kind of croak like that and that was like wasn't that the most heartfelt moment ever for uh, a superhero show you know you have a guy painted in purple and a witch and like (laughs) i'm like i literally was kind of like sitting there with my family trying not to like sniffle so they didn't realize it was kind of getting me that her kids just had to get this it was very similar to me when they know snap you know because you started having these people just go away
1: yeah i think uh in in dr strange it might even be you know her trying to go find her kids and then that's how she meets dr strange you know sort of thing
0: yeah Yeah, it makes me real excited for Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's unfortunate that we have to wait until next year. I don't know,
1: 2022?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the remainder of this year is going to give us a ton of stuff. And speaking of, what's super exciting about that is uh, we're recording on Thursday, and uh, then it gets edited on the weekend. And by the time everybody listens to this, Friday, your guys' Friday, the listeners' Friday, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be out. So we're technically only one week away from it. Isn't that crazy? Oh, you that's think right. About it. Yeah. Have you seen any uh, trailers for that? I've seen the original one, and then I said I don't want to watch any more of it because I want to. I want to like take it in. But you were telling me that the last trailer was pretty good.
1: Well, it was more like a promotional, yeah, trailer in a way. You didn't watch that one.
0: Well, I saw like I saw the one that they played at the Super Bowl. So that's the trailer I've seen. Okay. Well,
1: the one this one is like basically uh falcon yeah it's like i've been blint for five years you know this 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 happened what did yeah. i miss you know and then yeah. the dude's like pointing and it was like xbox the new xbox
0: <laughs> so it was a commercial for xbox yeah. genius that's it was a so little funny it was like oh my god so good so genius that's that's good on them nice yeah very cool. Yeah, I'm excited for them, that show. I think it's going to be great. It's nice to see that we're getting so close to these things that we always talk about. The fact that we're now only a week away from Falcon and Winter Soldier. But you yeah. know what else we're only a week away from? Uh, Snyder Cut, baby. Yeah, the Snyder Cut. Four hours of Snyderverse. And the best part is they're bringing it out on Thursday, which means you can watch Snyder Cut this Thursday and then follow it up with uh, uh, Winter Soldier on Friday. So it could be the most epic. I mean, if you're still not watching the Snyder Cut by the time Friday rolls around, because it's like four and a half days worth of television. I don't know why it has to be quite so long. So, uh, next week's for for our finale. Oh. <laughs> Season
1: two finale of Audio Nuts. Yeah. Nuts. It'd just be us uh, being recorded
0: watching Justice League. Just like trying to like sit through it, because it's like hopefully they build in some intermissions because that's a long ass TV show.
1: Yeah. I could get online, you get online. And then this whole episode could just be our reaction.
0: Like, Oh, the first hour. I think that I need to re-watch the original Justice League because it wasn't no, my favorite to begin with. Don't watch I, it. I want to be able to compare them, you know? So I can say, oh, that's new. Oh, that's new. Oh, they changed the way that guy looks. Because, like, honestly, all I remember is the whole Martha thing that made me so mad. That's literally the only thing that stuck in my brain from the original Justice League. No, was-
1: no that was from Batman versus Superman.
0: Well, there you go. Then nothing <laughs> from Justice League sticks in my brain. Nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, how it's it's it. when Superman's dead in this one. Okay. Got me, man. It's been so long since I saw it. I didn't like it. And so it was in one ear and out the other. So that's why I got to rewatch it so I can compare him to see if Zack Snyder really a genius or if these people are just weird. You think Zack Snyder,
1: like, refilm a scene
0: to make Wonder Woman fly? <laughs> so that it makes sense. Yeah, uh, he should have. He <laughs> right. really should have. No, eh, whatever know. uh over on netflix i've been watching this new show I, I forgot to tell you about this off air but this is gonna be fun uh it's called bonding and bonding is i'm like because i finished it oh, i was watching I show. oh you do okay i was watching I know, it close enough because my wife and that I finished show. it oh she does yeah nice yeah. so it's the sexiest show that doesn't really give you anything sexy right yeah. so it's like you watch and you're watching it like oh man, this show is gonna be so dirty like it feels, cause it's about a uh, dominatrix and her yeah. little gay companion. And like, you're like this show is going, but they, they get around without showing anything, but there's some moments in there that are like jaw droppingly shocking. And so the, the basic concept is the, there's two main characters, the dominatrix and the the little gay sidekick. She, uh, they were friends in high school and they've both moved to New York or something, wherever they're at now. And he's moved in with her or he's, Got a job from her because or does he live with her? No, he because he's a different roommate. So he's got a job with her, even though he wants to be a stand-up comedian. And so he's trying he sucks at he's so terrified of doing stand-up comedy that he never makes any money from it. So she convinces him to be his her like assistant in dominating these guys. And it's just I've only seen the first two or three episodes but it's so funny because she puts them in these little outfits and then she sits then you know, dominates guys by making them, you know, beating on them with things. And yeah. they're like, please, mistress may do this to me. <laughs> There's this one scene. And so all the little kid listener ears turn off for a second <laughs> where this one guy enjoys them making fun of his, his manhood, right. Telling him how small it is. Like, that's what kind of gets him off. And so he wants the little gay guy to tell him how small his man is. He doesn't comfort. He's not that comfortable with it. Cause he's still brand new to this whole gig. And so, but then his com- comedian parts of his mer- brain starts working. And so he starts making jokes about this guy's junk, just like firing at him one after another. And the, the, the guy loves it. Right. So he's like doing his thing. He's like, you know, doing his thing. And then right when he's landing his last joke, you see him get hit in the face. Cause the guy finally, you know, enjoys it all the way to the end. And it caught me so off guard that they would have put that in a TV show that I was like just dying of laughter. I was watching this show, by the way, on my stationary bike. I'm glad it was in my home gym and I wasn't in a real gym because that would have been like, what a dad. Creep. <laughs> Is this but the yeah, one where a, like the
1: one dude wants
0: him to pee on
1: him or something?
0: Yeah, that's the second episode. Same guy. So the yeah. same guy that jizzed on him in the first episode wants him to pee on him in the second episode. <laughs> but he's kind of uh, bladder shy. And so he starts singing happy birthday because that like helps him relax. <laughs> and so they're all singing happy birthday and he starts peeing on this dude. And you're just like, the humor is so out there that it's, it's incredible. It's a very indie comedy, very dark humor. Uh, um, I like it though. So uh, if anybody likes that kind of really darker, uh, very much adult humor, uh, Bonding on Netflix is playing right now. And I, I just found out about it and it's already got two seasons. Yeah, that's why uh, it got popular, because season two just came out. Yeah, so I've just started it, but I'll be sticking with it. It's my new um, stationary bike show, so uh, it's pretty funny. Nice. I do like it. Um, over on Hulu, I watched, we talked about Boss Level. I yeah, watched yeah. Boss Level, and it is fantastic. I can't tell you how good this show is. So as far as stupid movies go, this is a good one. It knows it's stupid, but it just rolls with it, and it's so good. I, I give it a solid, you know, seven or eight. It's that good of a movie. Wow. But it gave me, even though it's not a superhero movie, it definitely gave me those Deadpool vibes. The basic concept is Frank Grillo's character wakes up one morning and get killed, and then it just keeps happening to him every day. Well, because it's the exact same situation every day he gets better and he starts to, be able to dodge people and kill them back and he has to slowly kind of figure it out and as halfway through the the movie he like kind of gives up for a while and just lets them kill him and does other things and but as he kind of figures it out he finally reaches the main boss which is the um, mel gibson character and it just has a like, a like the bits in it are super funny the acting's fairly okay for this kind of movie. And the the action, and the way that people get killed is amazing. It's so good, off the wall. I loved it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to watch it this weekend. Yeah, so I highly recommend. I told uh, Kid Danger about it because he's 15, he's old enough. I'm like, hey man, you like Deadpool? He's like, yeah, I love Deadpool. I'm like, you gotta watch this movie on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. Normally these original movies aren't that great. I go, but this movie's pretty great. And so he watched it and he loved it. He said wow. it was awesome. So um, it's a good movie. It's not just me. Uh, it's probably, we talked about uh, a few podcasts ago about our favorite kind of day repeater type shows. It goes up there. It's up there with like, live wow. by repeat for me. Yeah. Wow. It's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So everybody go watch boss level. It's on Hulu now. Nice. Oh, back to, uh,
1: Netflix. I watched yeah Pacific Rim, uh, in the oh, black. Yeah, Tell or... us about it. It's actually uh pretty decent. There's only, how much s- have you seen all of it? Yeah, because I thought it was a like whole season, right? And it's only seven episodes. I was like, what? What is this? You know, how we, last time we talked yeah, about it. pitching was, about
0: yeah, the episode lengths. It needs to be at least 12. Are they but, half hour or an hour long?
1: Uh, they're about like 30 minutes or so. Okay. Uh, the animation is really cool. It's like that 3D, but 2D anime, anime.
0: Okay. Do you have yeah. to be a Pacific Rim fan? Do you need to have seen the movie to watch the show? no it's basically it's, it takes place like in the future future
1: yeah to where like kaiju users are just like coming in and out you know oh and then okay. like everybody's like basically beaten and then it follows these two like teenagers that that um are kids of previous pilots oh okay and so you kind of go through their journey and then they they show you like stuff that's happening now like there's a new like creature that you don't know about and stuff like that it's pretty cool
0: yeah oh that's awesome okay i'll watch that i'm sold i'm always looking for things to watch because like i was mentioning i finished close enough because it was such short episodes and i think there was only like eight of them <laughs> they're, they're like 20 minutes each so i burned through them and no big big no, no time at all and they were really funny so that's another show people should watch
1: and i think it looks it looks like japanese anime so you like, like- good stuff yeah, you're like,
0: yeah, I watch anime now too. Finally, I can be <laughs> yeah. I can be part of the club. Yeah, yeah. I actually watch anime. I should I should watch anime. My son loves anime; he's always watching it. Um, over on Amazon Prime, I finally watched uh, "Coming to America" two. Coming to America, um, it's very very average. Uh, oh, it has wow. a ton of great actors in it. Uh, from you know obviously eddie murphy and arson hall but also has like morgan freeman and james earl jones tracy morgan uh i'm trying to remember there's so many good actors in it so it's loaded with great actors it's kind of fun if you have a little nostalgia for the og coming to america otherwise it's kind of like whatever it would have been a flop as a, a movie theater movie for sure yeah i think uh I've been slacking
1: on my watching TVs and shows because uh, this whole week my wife's been doing a Harry Potter marathon. <sighs> <Nice. laughs> so my TV's been occupied with Harry Potter.
0: That's awesome, though. <laughs> Good for her.
1: <laughs> and so I haven't watched any of the shows you recommended yet.
0: Well, you could probably, if you, if you didn't really absolutely love The First Coming to America, you probably could skip it, but definitely watch Boss Level. That's the one. Okay. I wanted to tell you, though, I did take one of your recommendations from last episode where you convinced me that Superman and Lois was a, a CW show that I might like. And so we watched it last night. And I'm here to tell you, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, see? You were, you were so spot on. A, it looks much more expensive than most CW shows. But I think what I liked most about it It wasn't even the superhero portions of it, but the moments that weren't superhero-y. It was kind of fun to see that dynamic of the kids learning that their dad's Superman and how they have to react to these kind of things. I like those kind of more quiet moments the best. And I don't know if it'll keep me intrigued long enough to watch it forever, but that first episode was done really well, and I'll definitely be watching episode two.
1: Yeah, I'm actually all cut with that show. I watch it like every Tuesday night now because it comes out Tuesdays. Nice. Yeah, or yeah. wednesday night wednesday, wednesdays because yeah. it was yeah. last night yeah yeah and um yeah it's superman is basically just kind of like a sprinkle in the show you you kind of yeah. get it here and there with his dumbass suit that he wears
0: <laughs> but then he's the, is but it, then- is it, let me ask you this well, hold on one second spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen superman is that is the villain Lex Luthor? Because he said the the machines like Luthor, Captain Luthor, and I was like, is this like a new version of Lex Luthor? I wasn't certain on that.
1: No, he's a Master Chief from Halo. I know he looks
0: like Master Chief, <laughs> but she called him Captain Luthor, and I'm like, yeah. how many Luthers can there be in the Superman world?
1: Yeah, so he is Luthor. Um, if you watch like the Flash and all that stuff, we mm-hmm. know that there's a multiverse or, or whatever they call it, like a different. Yeah parallel earth you know right 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 right. so uh, i'm not sure if he's a uh different earth luther or he's a different planet luther i
0: don't know interesting yeah because he seems pissed off at superman it's almost like if you're saying he's a multiverse lex luther maybe because he said his at one point during the fight he said that his planet had been you know exploded or killed too Maybe Superman caused it on his planet, and that's why he's come back to kill this Superman to get his revenge.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right. If it's not like a um, other planet, it's Luther is a different Earth Luther. Got it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, that's going to be pretty intriguing. I'm down.
1: And then it's kind of like, what happened to this Luther? Where did he go? <laughs> yeah.
0: You He must be around somewhere. We just haven't been introduced, but I'm only on episode one. How many episodes are there? Two, three? Uh, Three. I watched the third one. Uh, and has it stayed uh high in quality the whole time
1: yeah like i said superman is basically a sprinkle in the show and it really revolves around the kids how, how they're dealing with it you know their school going yeah. back to smallville how lois is coping you know the show is called superman and lois so you're you're seeing what lois is going through too so
0: nice i like that yeah i like it a lot cool um, that's all I had for the healthy stream so unless you have anything else on the healthy stream I think we should take a quick break then we come back we got a whole bunch of tasty trailers once again and I have like three really fun news stories that people are going to love so we'll see you guys all on the flip side, bye need affordable graphic design? visualantidesign.com should be your first stop high quality work at low low prices perfect for every need from corporate to personal Visit visualadunydesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. Start out with the tasty trailers. The tasty trailers. Yum, 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 yum. yum. All right, so I have a whole bunch of them, and I've kind of expanded my tasty trailer looks, you know, because there's a lot of different things coming out. Lots of stuff. So, I'm trying to see what's up. The first one is a TV show called Made for Love. And you're like, oh, Made for Love doesn't sound like the kind of show the Audio Knots would talk about. Well, Made for Love is about a woman who's been on the run for after 10 years of a suffocating marriage to a tech billionaire uh, who's implanted in his uh, like a chip, a monitoring device in her brain that allows him to track and watch her and know her emotional data as she tries to regain her independence. And so it's kind of like really like a trippy balls. Like it says it's a yeah. dark humor is like how it's listed too. What did you think about the uh, made for love uh, trailer? I thought she
1: was like a robot for a sec. I'm like, is she like, you know, it's made for love, you know, is she a
0: robot? Oh. Like, I don't know. What if it turns out that's still the case, you know, and they're just tricking us with the synopsis. Yeah. After watching that trailer, i like, what the heck is this? I have no idea what I just watched. All I know is that this chick is from uh, how I met your mother. Yeah, that was the first thing I'm like, oh, that's the mother from How You Met Your Mother, the actual mother. Her name is uh, Kristen Maloti. So it's good to see her acting again, and hopefully she'll uh, be in it more than she was in How You Met Your Mother.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, it's a crazy trailer. There's like a
0: lot happening. I'm not really sure what to think of this. Yeah, it's it's different. Yeah, people should check it out, though. Uh, HBO Max, uh, what I like is they're not afraid to push the boundaries and give you some weird stuff. So, uh, I they've earned enough credit with me that I would definitely watch the first episode or two to see if it's something I would be interested in because it's it's a unique concept at the very least.
1: Yeah, it has that one dude from uh
0: Date Night. Oh, was he in Date Night?
1: Yeah, the funny dude nice. that was dating the older chick. <laughs> yeah, it shows that movie so good.
0: My, my next trailer is the Irregulars, and it's almost more of a teaser than a, a full-blown trailer. Uh, the Irregulars uh, is a, a TV mystery that follows a crew of misfit investigators uh, that do they're looking into like supernatural crimes in Victoria, London, uh, and they work for Doctor Watson as they look for his shadowy shadowy associate Sherlock Holmes. And so it's like it took it's kind of clever. They took teenagers, they combined it with the supernatural and then they threw in a little bit of sherlock and holmes just for the hell of it what do you think about this concept since they don't give you a ton in the trailer
1: yeah it's strange like all right there's powers i think i'll watch it now
0: yeah i I like you know i haven't seen a good supernatural show in a while you know excluding your favorite supernatural but i don't usually that's not usually my cup of tea you know those types of shows but I just love the concept that they're kind of mixing it up and bringing in Sherlock Holmes and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we need to wait a little longer till we get more because that, that teaser didn't show anything. But then I, I watched a uh, first look where it's, there's a scene. Yeah. And it, it looked like, you know, like what you're saying, but then uh, they kind of tease you what's going to happen next.
0: Okay, so they're just kind of like barely putting it out there, which is surprising because it comes out this month. So you think we'd be yeah. getting a little bit more. Yeah, it comes out on March 26th. It's a Netflix show. So um, it's another one that I'll definitely give a shot, at, Shot, you know, and see what it's about because the concept is good, but I know almost zero about it.
1: Yeah, it looks it, it's cool because it looks like it has, like, a little, uh, little Asian girl as a lead. I'm like,
0: yeah, let's go. Nice. nice. Uh, maybe, but. I You know, it, it was hard to tell from the – I only saw the teaser thing. I didn't see that, that uh, other part that you said. Yeah, it's kind of like,
1: what do you want with my sister? Oh, you don't know? She's special. She can see things, you know? (laughs) Stuff like that.
0: It's just like maybe one of those people that can see ghosts or something. Yeah, Yeah, she can see things that other people can't. That's cool. That's really cool. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to. It's only a few weeks away. Um, Over on ABC, they have a brand-new sitcom coming out. I know. Home Economics. And this one looks kind of interesting to me because I like, I like a good sitcom. And it has Topher Grace as the star. We haven't seen that guy since that 70s show. Yeah, so. Eric. Yeah, he doesn't age. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. He's it's buff, dude. See his
1: body? Oh, well, look at you checking out
0: <laughs> Topher Grace's body. Hey, man, whatever. Oh,
1: wait. Hold on. Did you watch the whole thing?
0: I saw the trailer, but maybe we didn't. It's not always that we see the same trailer. So I saw a trailer, but I don't know that I saw, like, shirtless uh, total oh. Rays or anything.
1: <laughs> the trailer I watched at the very end, the, the trailer ends, right? Yeah. And it goes into, like, their uh, board meeting room to where okay. they're like, all right, guys, to where the actors are all with, like, the um, marketing firm. And yeah. they're like, this is your debut poster. And oh, then, no, I did not see that. Oh, really? And then they kind of, they were making fun of him. Like, how about the new trailer? And it was like, Topher Grace as The Bachelor and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> That's fun. I'm I'm glad that they're having fun with it. Yeah. So it's, it says that uh, the show documents the uncomfortable yet heartwarming relationships of three siblings in a very different situation. So one's like ultra rich and the ultra rich guy, by the way, I don't know. Um, how was it? I watch a show that he's actually kind of like, A sidekick on he's not like the main star or anything and it's called tacoma fd it's on like pop i think it's on pop and i like it because it stars the super trooper people so it's the one you know super trooper guys made the obviously show about the police and they have one a tv show now called tacoma fd that takes place up in washington tacoma washington and uh, they're a bunch of firefighters that pull pranks and then the rich sibling from this show is like one of the competing firefighters from a different uh, fire outfit. So I thought that was kind of cool. I recognized him. Um, so there's a, the ultra rich one. There's the middle-class one. And then there's the one that's just scraping by and they all kind of have to like rely on their younger, more wealthy kind of dumb brother. did they ever explain in the trailer you saw how he became so wealthy? Cause I'm curious on where his money came from. Cause he doesn't come off like a genius. It's
1: it looked almost like a tech company.
0: Of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't Maybe know, a they,
1: tech bro. Yeah, you they, they can't really tell but that's what. That's why I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, but it looks pretty good. I mean, for a, a network sitcom, you know, because network sitcoms are kind of terrible anymore. There's a few here and there that are good. I like the cast. I like the concept. The trailer that I saw was pretty good. The trailer you explained sounds extra funny. So I don't know. I'll give it a shot. What do you think?
1: Yeah, like you said, um, it's going to be very heartwarming.
0: So, yeah. And that debuts on ABC on April 7th. So that's coming up. I love that there's so much coming up. There's like nothing right now, but there's a lot coming. Um, this one was really unique. It's a brand new show on um, Apple TV. And it's just called Calls. And the trailer itself, all you do is you hear all these people calling in like different different kind of circumstances. Some people are upset about one thing, other people there's something happening, and it's almost like someone's capturing all their phone calls and you're getting to listen in to all these things that are happening and there's all these kind of sounds going on and it's kind of like, "Whoa, what the heck is this?"
1: I think it's just basically Apple capturing our phone calls and making it into
0: a movie. <laughs> they just <laughs> took everything right off of Alexa and just like, "We're going to sell this to you now as a television show." Did you see who's in it, though? There's so many names. Okay, so let's do that. I have it, ri- I have it written down. Nice. That's the kind of guy I am. So, uh, Calls is adapted from a French series, and it features the voices of Nick Jonas, Lily Collins, Pedro Pascal, Man, Nicholas no. Braun, Rosario Dawson, Danny Pudi. Everybody knows him, right, from Community? Aubrey Plaza, uh, Ben Schwartz, Riley Knoe, and karen jillian and, and it says and more i'm like jesus how many more can you have that's a lot of people so are they gonna have like visuals but no those? so this is i'm not exactly sure why this is even a television series versus say i don't know a podcast because uh this is an original but it's going to be tv's first ever audio only television series All it says, all bet with abstract visuals. So there's going to be nine 12 minute episodes. So it's very much like a podcast. You know what? Freaking Apple, dude, they're like, hey, dude,
1: we can't like go out and record visuals because of, you know, COVID.
0: Right. Let's just record audio and make a movie. Yeah, they contact Damn all it. these actors and they just have, they probably even use their real phones. Yeah. Send them the scripts, had them read it. Then they added, because I think what makes it kind of cool is they added some really good music and sound effects, things happening that you're like, it almost made to your like the hairs on your arm standing when you're listening to it. Because we we're all yeah. like, oh, that's creepy as hell. It'd
1: be funny if that like, one episode just asthma the whole
0: time. Oh no. Ooh. Because I said her name. She just started talking to me from my watch. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, so she did not get it. So they hey. are listening to us. Maybe this will be one of See? the episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> probably call up like uh, Pedro. Hey, Pedro. Hey, Pedro. Do you use an iPhone?
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm not certain about this show. I'm not sure what to think about it. It's definitely unique and different. I'll definitely give it a shot because it's, I mean, 12 minutes. I can. I can try 12 minutes of something it premieres on, it also premieres this month on Apple TV on March 19th. It's probably why uh, Apple stocks are so low, man. They keep giving us crap shows. (laughs) I'm still watching The Servant though, and it's still weird as hell. So weird. So weird.
1: I don't know what to think of it. We're going to start that soon. Soon after Harry Potter is done, maybe.
0: (laughs) You have to catch up with all your Harry Potter. I love that so much for you um over on fox fox has another sitcom coming out in fact this sitcom surprised me because i thought oh it's a new sitcom i've never heard of or seen And it turns out this is season two i'm like what the hell so fox has a new sitcom called the moodies uh the show is based on an australian tv show uh originally called a very moody christmas and apparently it came out last december the first season and it was all christmas themed episodes um, it started as a holiday event comedy series with the first installments airing during the holiday season of last year. Uh, it stars uh, Dennis Leary, which is, I've always liked him, uh, and Elizabeth Perkins plays his wife. So that's pretty cool. And then they have, here we go, more sad adults, three grown adult children yeah. uh, they have to end up moving back in with their parents. And so you got the overachiever, you got the oldest, you got the failure to launch. But the most exciting part is it also has Jay. Uh, how do you say his last name? Bear shell? I don't know. Jay, the kid from uh, Tropic Thunder and Oh yeah, yeah, the this awkward is the skinny end. kid. Yeah, the real skinny guy. He's got like the cool voice. He's in like yeah. those hockey the <laughs> goon movies. Ain't he um, how to tweet dragon's voice? yes he's the yeah. the lead voice of how to train your dragon but i've always liked him i've always liked dennis leary and that's kind of what attracted me to this it seems like a bunch of kind of I- mad irish people living in the same house yeah. and once again i'm I'm willing another show that i'm willing to at least give give a, a look at and i might have to go back and watch i didn't even realize they had christmas episodes and go back and see what that's about yeah because when you uh told me to watch
1: these trailers i looked it up i'm like Wait a minute. This trailer's from last one year ago.
0: Are you sure? This is, is the is this the right one? Yeah, so you must have saw the OG Christmas season and I didn't even know it existed. Like because they've been running it on TV. Like I saw this and I'm like, what is this? I want to see what this is. And so when I looked it up, all I saw was season two's trailer. And I should have been more specific, yeah. I told you. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I was like one year ago, let me look up
1: season two. So I watched the right, right trailer. Yeah, what do you think? I think it has a lot of humor in it. It's kind of like the, the the other show you you recommended.
0: Yeah, but more like uh, like a little dirtier. Jokes. Yeah, maybe a little dirtier, maybe a little more angry. Yeah, but yeah, they are. They're both similar. They're coming from similar spaces where you've got kind of failures for adults. You know, they're trying to I think that's probably it's probably going to talk to a lot of people because there's a lot of people right now is like, especially with COVID and things they are like, oh, man, I have to do this. I have to do that. And so it works with the, the average viewer. And so I think it's going to be good. It's interesting to see. Plus, I've always liked Dennis Leary since his television show Rescue Me, which was one of my all time favorites. You're telling me we got to move back to mom with mom and dad. Yeah, man, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my last television trailer is a TV show called Kung Fu. I mean, it's such a good name. And for the olds out there like myself, you'll remember that Kung Fu has existed once before. So this is a this is a reimagining. Uh, Kung Fu was a ABC television series way back when that star starred David Carradine, and he kind of he, he's the one. Remember the old everybody was, oh grasshopper that was like I think from Kung Fu. <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah so and david Carradine, i think he was he played a wandering shallow monk and i'm not even sure that he is you have to check and see is he part asian or not it was always kind of weird because he looked like a white guy so but that was oh. the that was the 70s and they could get away with that yeah <laughs> the white white why rin looks at the old version of kung Fu. i'll give you the synopsis of the new one so it's He's on the cw yeah he was an old white dude Uh, It's on the CW. It's about a quarter-life crisis, which is just the funniest thing I've ever heard. A quarter-life crisis uh, causes a young Chinese-American woman, Nikki Shin, to drop out of college and go on a life-changing journey to an isolated monastery in China. But when she returns to San Francisco, she finds her hometown is overrun with crime and corruption, and her own parents are at the mercy of a powerful triad. Nikki relies on her tech-savvy sister, her pre-med brother, her ex-boyfriend, and a new love interest, as well as her martial arts skills. Uh, and Shal- Shalon, does that say you say? Shaolin? Shaolin? Yes. Shaolin values to protect her community and bring criminals to justice, all while searching for the ruthless assassin who killed her Shaolin mentor and is now targeting her. What did you think of this trailer? Oh, yeah, like terrible... <laughs> it really does right <laughs> like this was one of the one, like oh yeah dude of all the trailers we've read off these most of them i thought i want to give that a shot and then when i saw this thing because i was excited I'm like kung fu i remember that show what are they doing now and then i watch this i'm like this looks terrible you know how we talked about i said that they take all the the money to make uh
1: superman lois yeah and yeah, the show got no goals. money <laughs>
0: We even have like a part where they're trying to be like, what is it? Like jumping tiger, fighting dragon, whatever the, that movie is with all the cool yeah, yeah. effects. Crouching tiger, tiger, hitting dragon. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, like kind of flying around. And it just looks corny as hell. Yeah. She's I'm like, like oh. physics. <laughs> He's like, how'd you do that? Physics. I'm like, the acting looks bad. I'm yeah. like, what the crap is this? I mean, at least they got the right kind of cast members as opposed to the old white guy they use in the seventies. But what have they done? What have they done?
1: I mean, like maybe because like, I feel like their target audience is it's for me, right? <laughs> it's like I
0: all think right, it's for yeah, maybe the young Asian community because it definitely feels like it's definitely aimed maybe for the late teen to early twenty type folks.
1: Yeah, but then it's like, dude, it's first of all it's on CW, so it's being corny <laughs> as heck. Yeah, the fighting chore cura- choreograph cura- 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 I can't say the word anymore. choreography choreography choreography. Yeah. choreography? yeah it looks terrible it's like, i don't know man the acting it looks terrible it's it was, like a moon lawn wannabe or something man
0: well the visuals actually kind of reminded me do you remember back in the day there was not only network shows but there were like these random shows that would just be on stations that had nothing to do with the network like xena the princess warrior and the one with kevin whatever his name was where he was like hercules Yeah, it was called Hercules. Yeah, those shows weren't actually owned by any one network. They were just like these random, like, soap opera type nighttime shows that would show up on Fox, you know, and then they would get canceled and end up on ABC, and then they'd be replayed on TNT. And you're like, what the hell is this? And it was because they had no budget. And that's what this show looks like. Like, They said, hey, yeah, that's cool. Let's remake it, but we're going to give you $12. Have have a good time. I know. It's kind of like when Disney made uh, Wendy
1: Woo or whatever, Warrior Princess.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That one's probably better than this show.
0: (laughs) Probably. Probably. But if we've sold you on it and you're like, wow, that sounds like something I want to watch. Comes out next month, April 7th on the CW I know Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu.
1: Well, to be fair, what's his name? Uh John Carradine. Yeah. Or he's he's David Carradine. Oh, yeah. He is not Asian but he looks kind of looks asian
0: and to be extra fair he gained such a reputation the og kung fu that he played the old blind guy on daredevil what was his name sticks or something oh yeah 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 yeah. and so he's kind of kept up with that 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 quality for a really long time so i don't know
1: maybe uh oh and uh, the old kung fu show he was he's played as a half he's half American and half Chinese. So yeah, and maybe he is. I have no idea that actors real life. I have no idea. So I don't want to sell so him short. It's it's not Asian at all. Okay. I could tell you right now. I have it up.
0: It's Dutch, German, <laughs> Irish, Scottish, and Welsh Welsh. And that just shows you how old TV was not afraid to <laughs> yeah. cast white people into every race, known
1: to man. Cancel culture right now.
0: They're like, yeah, close enough. Good enough. All right, so I think it's time. It's time to dip our toes in the news jacuzzi. So my first story, this is actually pretty cool. So I came across this uh, by pure happenstance. Honestly, I can't even remember how. Um, Have you ever heard of fan-controlled football? Oh, I remember how I came across this, Twitter. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Okay, so this is very exciting, so. Uh, Twitch has uh, created their own football league. It's essentially arena football, but the unique part of it is as a fan, you can go on Twitch or they have their own app. You can actually go to FCF app or something. It's a fan controlled app. You can download on your phone or your iPad and the fans, they get a vote on what plays the team runs. So they vote on all the offense. So they only run offensive plays that you and I have created, which is pretty cool. And they've started to gain enough popularity that they've attracted some actual names. And I remember now why I came across this. Because in his debut game, Josh Gordon caught a Hail Mary for a touchdown to win the game. Walk-off touchdown. Now, if you're saying Josh Gordon's not a big enough player for you, they also have Johnny Manziel, the one and the only Johnny Manziel. Yeah, I know. Johnny cash, yo. So, um, fan-controlled football is a new league that is giving power to the fans who essentially make every single decision from roster choices to play calling. It's a small league featuring only four teams at the start, but it has come with some big names behind it. Owners for the teams include, listen to this, now you didn't like those first names, I could tell. Some of the owners, though, are Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, Austin Eckler, rapper Quavo, uh, Major League Baseball, Trevor May, WNBA star Renee Montgomery, and NBA 2K hit Ronnie Singh. So these are big names in their their professional sports. Uh, No, man. No, would you give it a shot? Would you go on there? Like, I so I didn't, I haven't logged in yet, but I watched a replay on the YouTubes. Yeah. And it, it's, it's arena football. So if you liked arena football, you would like this. It's 50 yards. They play it inside of basketball stadiums. So they score an absolute shit ton of points. Um, there's no kickoffs, there's no punts. Uh, In fact, there's not even goalposts. Teams start on their own 10-yard line. They try to drive 40 yards downfield for a score instead of a field goal uh, for the extra point. It's always a one versus one battle between the wide receiver and a defensive back. I mean, just crazy concepts. The extra point half fans choose the wide receiver and the DB, and then they allow three seconds for the quarterback to throw the ball. Fans get to choose either the one point from the five-yard line, or we we can choose a two-point conversion from the 10-yard line. Wait, so it's not me and team? There's full teams. That's only on the extra points. Oh, yeah, on the extra points. Yeah. And so the teams, the four teams are called team number one. These are amazing football names, by the way, which I assume were chosen by the dipshit fans, probably a bunch of 12 year olds. Uh, the Glacier Boys. That sounds pretty cool, right? <laughs> then you have the Zappers. I'm like, okay, it sounds like you don't want to be at the Bugs if you play the Zappers. You have the Beasts. And finally, the wild aces uh, round out, you know, the team names. But Well, you I don't said know. four, right? Is that four? Those are the four, yeah. So, yeah, let me see. Glacier boys, zappers, beasts, wild aces. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are your four. And uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can recommend it or anything. I just want to tell people this, this exists. <laughs> and so it's, it's interesting for sure. How, how long do they uh, have in between plays for us to choose? Uh, let's see if it says, says uh, trying to see if it gives me those details you know I really don't know but uh, yeah I mean it's essentially like I said it's arena football with the fans getting to participate so they're trying. what they're trying to do is they're trying to take the video game experience because I know a lot of people will play like Madden and they'll just play where they're just like making the decisions and the game plays out itself this yeah. is the same thing but with real people and then they're starting to attract the kind of like the busts of the football. So they get these guys that like are talented but weren't talented enough to kind of figure it out in the NFL, and they're bringing them in. So they have those kind of names. And they all play – so another thing it says is they all play in the same stadium, which is in Atlanta. So all the games happen in the same stadium. Um, they mix up the teams here and there. There's all sorts of weirdness that goes with just the way this works. It's incredible. And you say the fans get to, like, uh, rearrange the, the rosters too? Yeah, and the fans choose the offense, but not the defense, because right. the coach will call the defense to try to, you know, combat the the fans' offense that we've chosen for them. So it's just like playing Madden with real people. It's pretty neat. That's kind of funny. Yeah. So my next story, pull this up here. My my iPad is totally frozen, so that's just fun too. My next story is about frozen iPads and how you need to get a new one every couple of years. Otherwise they don't work. Just an upgrade, man. Well, I can remember it. I don't need to screw this. I'm going to go by memories. My next story is, you know, I know you mentioned last episode that you were going to make enough money on Top Shot so you could buy a house. Well, dude, I figured it out. You've already made enough money on Top Shot to buy a house. Are you ready? What? I'm I'm already there. there. You're there. Like you thought, Oh man, I'm going to have to sell a hundred thousand dollar moment, but no you can buy a house right now. And this is no lie for $1. Not only can you buy it for $1, but they'll even give you some credits to fix it up because they're, they're trying to get people to uh, move into these homes. So if you are willing to move to Italy, you can buy a house for one Euro, which is equivalent to a dollar 20 something, whatever it might be. So I guess it's a little bit more than a dollar. Um, there's a small town in Italy where it's become so dilapidated and so many people, when they lost whatever industry they had, everybody moved out of it. And it's a beautiful town. Like the pictures of it are pretty neat. So it says uh, these $1 Italian houses in Troina, Sicily come with up to $30,000 in restoration grants. So not only do you only have to pay a buck to move in, they'll give you a $30,000 grant to fix up the house. Cause they want you to stay. And they're trying to turn this into like maybe vacation homes for people. So it's in north, the northeast region of Sicily, Italy. It's a small prehistoric town called Triona, which boasts all the trappings of a well, small prehistoric town. There are crumbled castles and vestiges and of ancient cemeteries, walking trails once trod by shepherds and cobblestone paths uh, beneath the, the arches. But uh, what happened is everybody's left. So if you haven't already decided this is amazing, the next, next revelation will do the trick, it says. Uh, You can buy a new house there for one single euro, just over a dollar for all of its appeal. The aged epicenter has essentially become deserted in recent decades and as residents have migrated to newer homes on the outskirts of town or sought greener pastures elsewhere. And what's pretty neat, they're saying that these are like old brick homes are like one right on top of each other to where if one person has their window open, their shutter flopped open this way. They have to close it if their neighbor wants to open theirs, that kind of thing. That's how what close that? they are Damn. in proximity. But holy smokes. I mean, the fact that you could live somewhere for a dollar is pretty cool. So, like, where do you go shopping? Is there, like, something close by or, <laughs> or what, you know? Yeah, so I think it says it has its own uh, downtown area with restaurants and bars. And they're just being really aggressive to try to revitalize this area. It's pretty, pretty cool. They say there's a lot of... Uh, paperwork that you had to fill out to actually, you know, become part of this program. But once you get in, you are kind of like you have to move there and you have to fix this house. That's the deal is there. They're expecting you to come in and like revamp it for them. I think you just solve like our homeless problem, man. <laughs> you know, Ship them on a plane. Yeah. There we go. Here's a dollar. Have at it. Yeah, that's incredible. Like you you hear about things like this once in a while, but yeah, it is really incredible. Yeah, just looking at like some of the the money they're willing to give you. So there's, they're even willing to give you uh, $12,000 a month in energy savings. So they, they want people to move there super bad. My next story, my last story, has to do with we're finally getting ourselves some competition in the podcast world because really nobody else compares to you and I. We're clearly the best podcasters out there. Um, and this story proves it. The only competition we're ever going to have is with IKEA. What? So <laughs> <laughs> IKEA has done something very unique because you know they're kind of out-of-the-box thinkers. And so their catalog, which is hundreds and hundreds of pages of yeah, fun like- Dutch words... Yeah, Swedish words. They are changing their catalog to a podcast. So if you were going to listen to the IKEA podcast, it's all it is is a guy reading the pages of the catalog one by one, uh, telling you exactly what's happening in the book. Isn't that crazy? They said, think of it as a tour for your ears. Each audio chapter focuses on a different furnished home for, from the traditional catalog, as well as offering how-to tips on how to decorate your own home. <laughs> and then as he tells you about these homes, then he goes, oh, by the way, you just need to buy part number 67849 at your local Ikea. Well, tell me this. Have you ever looked at an Ikea catalog? Uh, never once. Well,
1: I have and i've never like read it <laughs> like flipping to like it's a picture book for pages me, you know?
0: yeah you're looking at it it's kind of an interesting choice then if they're going to if you said describe said furniture to you rather than show it to you rather than saying, yeah. oh we're turning our catalog into a, a video series or a vlog we're going to turn it into an audio sensatory podcast i mean was this made by the apple guys this is so strange yeah so they're gonna stop producing like the physical media of it Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they said their 2021 catalog is their last ever physical printed catalog. So I'm imagining you'll still be able to go to their website and use their website like before, where you could pull things up and see it and all those kind of things. But yeah, if you're a really lonely home Karen and you want to know which uh, ottoman is going to fit in your little tiny, you know, dorm-sized room that you want to listen to the IKEA podcast,
1: so I'm gonna go and collect all of the 2021 editions and sell it on eBay. The last physical copy.
0: You're like the guy selling off all of the um, Dr. Seuss books that were racist. And he's like, a thousand bucks a piece. And everybody's like, oh, I want it now so badly. And it's like, bro, they took it off. The people that make it are the ones that got rid of it. Nobody canceled this book. It's, yeah. it's probably all a marketing scam. Yeah. You weren't talking about Dr. Seuss like a few days ago. Now you are. Yeah, nobody, and nobody read these books. The books that they got rid of, nobody read those. It wasn't green eggs and ham. It was yeah. a bunch of crap no one even looked at. That's why we never read it. Yeah, stupid, stupid idiots. All right, so I have, one, I have one surprise for you before we wrap up this cast. So we got our first ever letter. We've been begging for it, and it's happened. What? So, yeah, we had a listener slide into our DMs. I'm like, Ooh. oh, hey, how's it going? so uh here i'm gonna read it off uh rammy 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 from brisbane i think rammy from brisbane it's australia right uh says what's up audio knots i noticed that almost every review gets a six and a half are you chicken to really like or hate things <laughs> so uh rammy you think that's a girl or a guy's name i don't even know uh
1: well the, the, there's that one show then dude's name was rammy
0: Okay, so dude named Rami, lady Ray, named Rami. You Ray know, however floats your show. boat. It's all good. Or what if it's Remy? What if I'm saying it wrong? What if it's like the mouse from Ratatouille? Isn't that name Remy or something? Well, how do you spell it? R A I M I. Is that even a name? It's not a real name. So Rami from Spain is told, telling us that we give everything a six and a half stars. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I actually do that a lot. And yes, it's because I only kind of like everything. Well, but now not, I'm going to be so focused on it. <laughs> not like Cobra Kai season two, when you gave like a three. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. So uh, yeah, but okay. I will never give any, how but from this day forward, I'll never give anything six and a half stars. But, yeah.
1: I think one of the issue is that we watch stuff that we enjoy. Yeah. So it's either
0: like, Oh, yeah, it's okay. Six, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. a ten. Let's go. Yeah, ten seems like too much. And sometimes even like a seven or eight seems like too much. But it's not It's not below average. It's a little bit better than average. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll be more aggressive with my ratings. And then things will either be below average or above average. And I'll be like, that's a six. That's a three. That's a two. I just watched the Dark Phoenix, and that's a two. You know? Yeah, so uh, WandaVision, I'm going to give a solid nine. No halves. Uh Uh, What was the other one we just talked about? Oh, um, boss level, I'm going to give it a solid eight. So I liked it that much. Damn. Yeah. Whereas uh, I'm guessing that the Justice League, whether it's made by Zack Snyder or or not, I'm going to give a three (laughs) before I've even seen it. It's about six and a half. (laughs) It'd be so funny if it turns out to be a six and a half, because honestly, if I had given a rating earlier to Superman and Lois, I would say, yeah, that's a solid six and a half. (laughs) so so Ramy is right dude eh? yeah no it's a it's a fair it's a fair assessment we'll take it so are they, else
1: has, go ahead are they
0: are they a podcast too or, or are they just a listener it doesn't say so most likely another podcast i don't know for sure uh but yeah so thanks for listening Ramy, Rami. yeah shout Maris, out to uh, Rami. Yeah, down down, under. You probably love it when people do Australian accents. But, uh, yeah, thanks. We appreciate it. For anybody else that wants to uh, email us, DM us, You know, feel free. Uh, you can hit us up at, uh, what is it? It's audionauts at Gmail. Audionautspod at gmail.com. Audionautspod at gmail.com, or you can just hit us up on our Twitter, which is audionauts, and that's where we, they slid into our DMs. So that's fair um it's all fun and games and we'll have to add like a new sounder if we actually get more i was thinking about singing like a song like letters letters we like the letters or something something like that there it is there it is already i'll cut i cut it I, it I cut it up
1: oh cool that's it that's all i had do you have anything else oh i was, I was i've been thinking because like next uh podcast is gonna be our season two finale yeah
0: yeah yeah you so, so you,
1: you have an idea for i I'm, special? I've been trying to find like an idea how to do it like
0: differently Yeah. And I was like, what if we go live? Like, (laughs) oh, I think we can do it. Because, I mean, you really like a lot of podcasts cut and chase and do things. And the only time really that you edit anything out of our podcasts is if there's been like some sort of Internet freeze. That's really the only thing you ever take out. So what people hear is pretty much the way we said it. So I don't think I'd be nervous at all to do it live. So I'd be down to try that. Yeah. The only time I edit, it's like that or our breaks you know that's it yeah so we should we should really advertise that so more people like Ramy can tell us how much we suck <laughs> and be live fun, on air
1: yeah i love that yeah it'd be cool I, i'm down she's gonna say six yeah i'd be like six and a half sons of bitches um i'm just trying to figure out a
0: way if we're doing live yeah how, can we record it at the same time you know sort of thing? i would think so right because we're recording to the cloud anyways yeah. So I would think that because I know we're using Zoom, so everybody knows how it works, and hopefully, eventually, I was going to ask you about this too. Hopefully, you know, now we're we're like literally a month away from getting our vaccines. You could actually start coming back over, and we could sound like perfect again. Oh yeah, and yeah. The internet won't matter as much, but uh, since we are still on Zoom, I'm pretty sure you could broadcast live on Facebook and YouTube while still recording. Yeah, we just have to
1: uh, upgrade. For the oh for that one episode,
0: <laughs> yeah we can I we could do a free seven day trial. Yeah, yeah it's not oh, really? not a big deal. Yeah, let's go, let's yeah. do it
1: live. I'm I'm I do want to try live. it. Out. We'll do it live. What? And then we could like read comments as they come in and stuff like that. It'd be kind of interactive. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah, no, I like it.
0: Let's try it. So let's see try what it. happens. So that's something for everybody to look forward to. Our live uh, ending to season two. So we're gonna advertise it, and then we're buy the. Uh, we should test it out see if it works. See. Make sure we actually <laughs> do it, advertise it, then it doesn't actually work.
1: Yeah, like it never fails. That happens all the time. All right, man.
0: That's all I got. You have anything else? That's it, man. Hopefully, uh, we get more packs. NBA. Oh cool. yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk about it on the next episode. So, uh, with that, we bid everybody adieu, and we will see you on the flip side. Bye. They not only pulled down our pants, but they got our underwear on the way down too. They got us, man. Hit us with that boner joke. I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me.